All right, folks, we are back with a 10 minute take. We got to talk about something that had the pod chat ripping the other day, maybe a day or two ago, and I meant to record this, but hadn't. Portal QBs. They're start, dust starting to settle. Uh, Leary's going places. Mertz is going places. But I really want to talk about where what NC State is doing with the portal, with the portal and the quarterback situation. I got Will here with me. I State has got to take a quarterback. As much as I, everybody likes MJ Morris, the flashes we saw, and then Ben Finley, whatever he did the Carolina game. As much as we like those two guys, you need another guy. We played four quarterbacks this year. They have to get somebody in the portal to compete for the starting job, not just be uh, a backup. But if you can get a guy that can compete for a starting job, it doesn't offend MJ. I'm pretty certain he understands he's only been here for eight months and his time will come. It probably came sooner than we thought. So I'm in belief that you bring in the best quarterback you can get. If MJ beats him out, then so be it. I think you get an experienced guy. One guy who is at the top of my list, and I don't know if he's at the top of your list, is Grayson McCall, the port, the quarterback from Coastal Carolina. Will, who is your top portal quarterback? Oh, jeez. Um, wow, that's a good question. Uh, I prefer mobility. You know, I haven't watched as much Coastal Carolina as you, so I don't have enough to to weigh in on on McCall. But like, I mean, even if you had a Brennan Armstrong or someone like that, I I prefer anyone that's mobile and can demonstrate some accuracy, right? Like, if I remember, McCall's a little bit on the shorter side, right? Six one. Yeah, I mean, okay. he's not. Okay, he's so he's not sub six. Okay. No. Um, yeah, I mean, anyone like McCall would be a good choice. Um, I don't want Sam Hartman um, if he's even in the portal. He's 6'3", according to the Coastal's website. Okay. With the helmet on? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the hair. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I am not passionate one way or the other, really. Um, as long as someone is mobile, that's all I really ask for. Um, and at least has played somewhere close to this level. Like the Jack Chambers risk was coming from, from the FCS, right? If I remember correctly, or is Charleston Southern, yeah. they actually made it up. Right. Um, but I, you know, that's why Grayson McCall is a good choice, right? You've seen him play against BYU and some others. Like, so he's not as, as risky. Um, I don't know. Like I, I could just, it's not that I couldn't care less. It's just that, my guess is anyone you bring in is probably a one-year option, which probably won't scare Certainly. away MJ, right? If you bring in someone that's like a three-year, maybe that's a little different, right? Like a Jacoby or Finley type um, like we had previously. But yeah, as long as they're mobile, right? I, I want a night to have as much to work with as possible. And in four years, I'll say three years, he didn't really play his first year at Coastal Carolina. Grayson McCall threw for 8,000 yards, 78 touchdowns, ran for 16 more, eight interceptions. 78 touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's a lot. 
<laughs> he is my top portal quarterback. And I understand there's guys like Hudson Card out there who, you know, whatever, four or five star Texas quarterback, all those things. Give me the guy who has produced. Give me the guy who's produced. He's produced with equal talent around him. So it's not like he's playing with five-star talent. He is playing in a unique system, but he still threw for a ton of yards. He can still throw it. And he's a guy that he's – I've watched a, a lot of Coastal Carolina, and he is a guy that is what they call a gamer, right? He want, He gets it done. He puts it all out there. Kids are playing with him. He understands the option, the read option, right? is going to probably play a lot of spread option. He's going to move the ball around. He ran a lot with uh, Schrader and Armstrong when he was at, at UVA. McCall seems like just a perfect fit to me. And the reason I bring this up is because there was a rumor, rumors, air quotes, rumors, that there was a mullet-based quarterback throwing passes in the IPF, so the indoor practice facility. And I, my first reaction was, was it the Oregon offensive lineman? Like, no, this was definitely a quarterback. And I got, I don't know any other mullet quarterbacks other than, I guess, Spencer Sanders and uh, Grace McCall. Oh, Ewers? Was Ewers there? <laughs> Quinn Ewers in the portal? <laughs> no, just coming to work out. <clears throat> um. And so the so we start talking about in the in the pod chat. This was the other day, and just to me, it seems like a no brainer. If you can get a Grayson McCall for a year, then you do it. I I get the questions on the on the level, maybe the offense that he's played in, but the guy has produced. He's three hundred yard throwing games. I mean, freaking ninety six touchdowns and eight interceptions. Yeah, give me that. Cares for the ball. I'm all in. I'm all in on him. He was my top Porter quarterback. Still has not committed anywhere yet. What 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 injury did he have this year that kind of derailed them? Do you I know, it was a leg. Let me, okay. let me double check. I'm not sure. But it wasn't like a knee injury or anything, was it? Like I mean, like a surgery related injury. I don't think so. Okay. What foot injury? Three six weeks of the foot injury. That's all he said. Yeah, like, I mean, the thing that's interesting is if someone saw a mall, I mean, I feel like you'd understand, you'd be able to say if it was Jeremillo, who was for some reason doing quarterback drills, who's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. six foot, whatever, 300 plus pounds, right? Like, yeah. that's going to be obvious. Um, You know, now, unless someone was like just goofing around, you know, like, hopefully, like, it's Finley possible. wasn't there, you know, just yeah. rock, w- rocking a mullet, right? Um, And I could see how something like that could get misconstrued right away. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, the other one, I mean, the one that's obvious to me is Armstrong. Yeah. Um, right. And now the only thing I could think of with Armstrong with why he wouldn't want to sign up immediately to be with an eye is if he was concerned that an eye system somehow, you know, stops him from going to the next level. Like, I, I don't know. I don't see an NFL quarterback in Brennan Armstrong, but I see a guy who is a really good system quarterback. It's probably the same thing I'd think when I saw McCall. Um, and at least with Brandon Armstrong, like I know he's done it at this level. I feel like he's also had some injury history though, or at least concussions, which would give me a little pause. Um, but that's, you know, I- I'm sure MJ got concussed earlier this year too. So like you can't avoid that in today's game, but, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, you do not want three quarterbacks, especially, I mean, Ryan Finley, in theory, I guess it would be the oldest of that group, right? And he's a redshirt freshman still technically somehow. 
Um, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ben, Ben Felina, I mean, Um, but at the same time, like, I feel like you, I think a lot of, it felt like the quarterbacks in general in the portal have been kind of treading water a little bit, waiting to see what happened with signing day. I wonder if some are waiting to see what happens after the bowls, because at some point you're going to see coaches moving on, right? Which would probably impact where someone wants to land, right? If there's a specific quarterback coach someone wants to work with maybe, or specific OC, like you're not going to, I think, like I was kind of surprised that Leary announced for Kentucky at this point. Like I I thought he might wait a little longer just in case. Yeah. So there's, I think that's it. I think you'll probably see some more action after the bowls when assistant coaches start moving. Maybe even after after signing day when assistant coaches move a little bit more, and and then in the spring when the other second portal day opens. There's I'm, I'm looking through. I'm looking through the transfer portal right now with quarterbacks, and there's I mean there's a lot of guys in there, but none of them are proven is kind of my thing here. There's a lot of guys here that are uh, potentials, but none that to me have the upside as Grayson McCall. Supposedly Grayson McCall was looking at uh, Auburn and Florida and, um, you know, some of the other places, Jeff Sims, the Georgia Tech quarterback is going to Nebraska. Uh, I, I take the guy who's produced. That's kind of that's kind of where I, I come. I keep coming back to. And there might be more talent in there, but I'm bringing in. It's a perfect time to bring in a one year guy. Yeah, I'd say this. Like you shouldn't be disappointed if Grayson McCall shows up, or even a Brandon Armstrong. I'm trying to think of anyone else. If anyone else, like, is Tyler Van Dyke going in the portal? What's going on down in Miami? Nothing yet. Yeah, like that's there, there's somewhere you're kind of just like looking at it and like what's what's going to go down there. Um. Yeah, I just don't want something like we have with Jack Chambers, which, you know, to me, that was a unique situation with Devin Leary, right? Like that, let's say we are going back to last year again. I don't think there's anyone other than Jack Chambers that's really going to come and play at NC State as a backup quarterback last year, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, you can get an, maybe you can get an FCS guy in the same same vein as Chambers. I mean, yeah, you know, sneak him in later, late in the spring or or whatnot. Who the guy who's a graduate just wants to get some more years in, but I think Chambers should temper anybody's expectations for that being uh, a productive part of the. You know what's funny is it's funny. Like if, if let's say uh, Chadwell takes whatever job last year, Beck goes to. Coastal because it makes makes mm-hmm. it sound like from their conversations, right, that he was targeted at least a year ago for them. Yeah. yeah. And you somehow get an eye a year ago. And everything kind of happens the same way. Leary gets injured four or five games into the season. I bet Jack Chambers has a lot better games under an eye than he does under Beck, too. Like that's one of those things where that just never made sense to me. You went and like looked back at his film system wise, yeah. it didn't make any sense for him to be playing for Beck, in my opinion. He's not a big power runner. He's from true spread. That's not what we run. So I do wonder if it was just like, <laughs> like Jack Chambers was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I'll sure I'll walk on just in case. Right. Um, yeah. Got his little storybook moment against Florida state. And I don't know. I, I think anyway. you're in a better situation to pitch it this year, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. If you can get a guy who's produced at that level, uh, uh, to that, to that level, then you take Grayson McCall. But anyway, that's all I want to talk about for this one. I appreciate y'all listening, supporting the pod. 
go back.